Well, it's certainly one of the uh, iconic buildings here in our province and in our city, and certainly one could argue it's also one of the legacy buildings from Expo 86. And if you think about it, it's hard to believe that Science Rule will be 40 years old in a few years, but it definitely needs a little bit of uh, tender, loving care when it comes to maintenance. And today, uh, the province of British Columbia, Premier David Eby, along with Tourism Minister Lana Popham, announced a $20 million investment to upgrade uh, the infrastructure at uh, Science world and of course deal with a a leaky roof as well. Uh, Here is Tourism Minister Lana Popham from today's announcement. This is going to allow Science World to update itself so we can continue to welcome not just British Columbians but people outside British Columbia who already know that Science World is a destination they want to come to. Uh, Joining me now to talk a little bit about Science World is Tracy Reddy's, the CEO of, of Science World. Tracy, thank you for joining us. Great to be with you, Jeff. Uh, tell me, uh, what was it like as the CEO of Science World, knowing full well the government was going to actually invest $20 million in maintaining the building and at the end of the day help you, help you deal with some of the, the leaky roof itself? Well, I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a great day for, for Science World. Um, it's, it's really um, just the start, though. You know, I, I think your um, previous uh, segment uh, noted that um, Science World uh, has been around for almost 40 years and um, some of our infrastructure is from the original uh, uh, original structure. So, you know, whilst we, our team's done a great job of maintaining it um, mm-hmm. 35 plus years, you know, everything wears out at some point in time and we're just uh, really um, grateful that uh, the government at both the, the provincial and federal level has uh, come to the table to help. But we still have to, we still have a, a, about another uh, 50 million to raise uh, to uh, do everything that we need to do to upgrade this iconic building. What kind of things? Um, I mean, the the building itself, the the dome itself, and the leaking uh, and, and the leaks uh, have have caught the attention of, of media today. But in regards to the the overall uh, full investment that is required, what kind of things need to be done? Yeah, well, we have um, uh, HVAC systems, um, electrical sy- systems that are you know, old and in need of replacing. Um, there's lots of opportunities for uh, energy savings and GHG emission savings. That's the benefit. Uh, if you haven't upgraded infrastructure for uh, 35 years, when you do go to upgrade, you get, um, uh, you know, great savings on that front too. So this is not only going to help the, the building in terms of fixing some critical infrastructure, it's also going to help our our energy uh, and uh, GHG footprint too, which is really important. Uh, I was reading that Science World welcomed over 860,000 visitors a year before the COVID-19 pandemic. Speak to me a little bit about what COVID, the impact COVID had on Science World and and what Science World is doing moving forward. I'm, we're not in a post-COVID environment yet, even though I, I do use that term once in a while, but yeah. uh, how your organization is just dealing with sort of ramping up once again, because it's such an iconic part of our province and and for a lot of her students as well. Speak to me a little bit about sort of your post-COVID uh, uh, plan. Yeah, well, there, I mean, there was no question that the uh, pandemic had a significant impact on our organization, like so many uh, tourism organizations. But we have had been um, primarily self-funding uh, up until uh, the, the, the pandemic. So uh, in some respects, we had more challenges than perhaps uh, institutions that were getting additional, you know, more fun- government funding uh, uh, prior to the pandemic. But, you know, I, I, I'm really proud of the team. We, we have uh, uh, pulled through operationally from the pandemic. Um, you know, we're, we're not at the same level of visitors as we 
were before the pandemic, but we're um, getting, we hope to get to about 90% of pre-pandemic visitors this year. And that's great. But the other, the other thing, th- too, that's important is that we're not just reaching uh, people here through the iconic dome. We also uh, took the last couple of years to, to uh, start up our uh, online capabilities. And now we're reaching uh, 3.5 million visitors a year, both on-site, online, and to our outreach programs. Uh, in regards to the educational component, the issue you brought up, I know I've heard you speaking on the issue of STEAM, getting young people engaged in science and technology. Speak to me a little bit about that education, educational um, uh, component for Science Row, because you know I've I've taken my son and many parents have taken their kids for the, for the, for a field trip. But uh, what Science Row does is a lot wider and deeper uh, when it comes to getting young people, particularly young girls, involved with science and technology. Yeah, you're absolutely right, uh, uh, um, Jazz. I mean, the the thing with Science Worlds, we're not only an iconic tourism destination. We we have uh, we're an important uh, component of the educational system here in in BC. Uh, again, uh, delivering um, uh, learning science we call STEAM learning science, technology, engineering, art and design, and math uh, programs, um, but through our through our facility here, but also online and through our outreach programs. And that's really critical because we know um, we have a, a, a looming, uh, in fact, in some, in some cases uh, today, a talent shortage. And in particularly in these skill sets, it's really going to be important to have more and more kids um, take up uh, STEAM learning and, and, and STEAM disciplines. And we know the key to that is getting that, um, that, uh, that curiosity sparked early developing confident STEAM learners so they go on to uh, study STEAM disciplines in high school and then in post-secondary. And those are the, you know, most of the jobs of the future will need those skill sets. So it's really important that we have institutions like Science World that are working with the educational system hand-in-hand to develop that talent pool. Well, Tracy, it was wonderful chatting with you. I'm so happy for all you folks over at Science World. $20 million initial investment, more needed. And as you said, uh, you'll be announcing your fundraising campaign moving forward. But a great day uh, for um, what really is an iconic, not only building, but organization uh, here in our city and our province. Thanks so much for your time today. Well, thanks so much, Jazz. Always great to talk to you.